2: Surviving Sister Wives contains adult content that may not be suitable for Latter-day Saints or sinners. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Hello and welcome to Surviving Sister Wives, the podcast where monogamous couple drink heavily while recapping Sister Wives on TLC. I'm Corey. And I'm Carly. And yet again, this is Season 18, coming at you with the extras, Talk Back part two
2: and it looks like my psa did some good where people didn't even know that these episodes were on the max app hidden away in the extras tab under the season 18 sub tab and then listed under there in a weird order
0: you just have to click on like 18 different things to get to it. It's simple.
2: Yeah, because instead of dropping into the episodes, you have to go up to the sub menu, then over to extras, then go to season eighteen in the extras, and then you'll find them. It's that easy.
0: Please don't ask us about Discovery Plus. We know nothing about that world anymore.
2: If you're not seeing it in Discovery Plus, I got no answers for you. Yeah, we are off the Discovery Plus train. We are all in on Max. I think overall, this episode, my highlight. Takeaway was Mary's sweatshirt because we've made jokes about her love of a shitty hoodie since the first episode of this podcast over four years ago. Now was
0: that really the first episode? It was
2: literally the first episode. Well,
0: it wasn't a gas station hoodie, so I guess it's a step up, vibing and thriving,
2: vibing and thriving. I kind
0: of like it. I want one, unless it's like from Lululemon, which there's like a ninety nine point five percent chance it is.
2: I don't think this looked like a LuLaRoe item. I don't necessarily. know, Corey. Didn't really fit. There wasn't an Eiffel Tower <laughs> dong on it. So I don't know if that really jives with the rest of it. Not
0: their typical look. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. They've got standards, Carly.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you've paid much attention to her Instagram since, again, there's a high likelihood that you'll be blocked just for visiting the page. But she often dons a gas station hoodie in her pictures on there whenever she travels somewhere.
2: And we've been interpreting the hidden meanings behind all these sweatshirts and her secret messaging, which was the inspiration for Mary's Graham, which is our Patreon posts on a monthly basis about what's going on within the world of Mary Brown.
0: Mary Brown's online presence.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was very much a free Britney sort of movement that we were going with there. She's free now. She is free, and it took a minute. Well, both of them. Not (laughs) Britney. Well, well, technically,
0: (laughs) Um, kind mm, of. Debatable.
2: Yeah, I guess that's still very confusing. I don't know what to believe and what's true and why things are happening the way they are with Britney Spears. With Mary, it all makes a lot of sense.
0: (laughs) I got to say, that went a direction I wasn't expecting because uh, my thoughts on this episode was uh, thank God for Jen.
2: That is true. We might have had a very similar situation where production would have received Mary's self-shot footage and been like, I, we can't use this. We need to send in reinforcements where Robin filmed hers alone and didn't say anything, didn't pause, just stared blankly at the screen.
0: Well, that's an accusation, let's clarify.
2: Oh, I like to think of it as canon. <laughs> but yeah, she was just staring at her television the way you would on a clockwork orange. She had to apply a couple of eye drops there, here and there, just to keep things going. And Mary ran into the same thing where she locked up, she froze up, she just gave a couple of frowns over to the camera, and that was pretty much all we had. So they were like, you know what, we need to tag in Jen. Were they doing Friday with Friends at this time? Oh, yeah. Friday, with, been friends is, That's been Friday a long with Friends running. is
0: almost as long as this podcast has been going on. Isn't that Friday, crazy?
2: Friday with friends started in response to this podcast. Is that the claim? <laughs> Should we get into the episode? Did you read the description? I did not read the episode description. <laughs> I was just excited about the shitty hoodie appearance. I
0: know it really got you going. Huh?
2: Very impressive. But the TLC description for this one is does sister wives react to the explosive diuretic season finale where Mary and Cody decide their marriage is over They also have the chance to set the record straight as they hear what the viewers thought of it all via viewer questions and social media posts. I will say the questions and the commentary from the social media posts in this episode, steep decline from the first one. Not good. There was not good input and it was basically just like one word answers that were said in response and move along. That was it.
0: You know, y'all are out there fighting the good fight, posting entertaining content about this show. So I don't know where they were looking.
2: It did not make its way into the production Word document on their SharePoint for Puddle Monkey Films. Sorry, didn't make it. But let's go ahead and hear the Carly episode rewrite description for this one.
0: Cody gets mad at the only viewer who's rooting for him and Robin. Mary finally gets the backup she's been waiting a decade for jen asks all the right questions
2: to which i think it would be great maybe not to have jen as the host of a tell-all but at least to have like a jen's corner section of a tell-all so that way she can ask some questions or some clarification points
0: i like that she's off to the side maybe next to a fireplace a fireside chat with jen
2: she'll let you know what she's thinking what Just she's got commentary.
0: Yeah. She doesn't even have to ask anything. Just comments on specifically Cody and Robin's answers to the host's questions.
2: We can give her a nice fuzzy blanket and a, a pipe to smoke next to a fireplace with a Sherlock Holmes hat, optional.
0: I think she'd enjoy it.
2: That would really get us into yeah, a totally different zone here that we need to get into, different headspace.
0: Well, before we get too much further into the episode, quick announcements. Like very quick this week, join us over on Patreon, Patreon.com/survivingpod. We just recapped Thousand Pound Sisters, and I just successfully said Thousand Pound Sisters without saying Thousand Pound Sister Wives yet again.
2: Very good. We did come to find out the episode name of the episode that we recapped was called Dill with It, which we thought was pretty funny because no, that wasn't a Utah accent. That wasn't a pun that we are saying here. That was the actual name of the episode for that episode of Thousand Pound Sisters. But then we found out that the naming convention for all of the episodes so far this season have had food puns sprinkled in throughout them, which I would honestly take the biggest offense with the custody battle episode being named Custardy Battle. (laughs) I think that crossed a line (laughs) while there is a time and a place for these types of jokes maybe we rethink that one.
0: I think that's my personal favorite.
2: But honestly, at the same time, tip of the hat, I respect it.
0: Well, and if you just want to listen to regular Sister Wives, we've got our recaps of seasons one through, I don't know, 12?
2: At least 10. Yeah, definitely through 12. Why have I lost track? Because we are going to be starting up our rewatch of season 13, But before we do that, the next two weeks, we're going to be recapping the look back episodes with a gun to our heads.
0: (laughs) Why? They were good. This is Robin's going to have a panic attack multiple times. That's not new. I've already seen that. Well, we've seen Aurora's panic attack. We Um, haven't seen Robin's.
2: Robin's had nice little meltdowns here and there, but they're not even that entertaining.
0: My favorite part is when she gets up and she reveals her her little cushion behind her butt. You know how they prop people up? Whenever they film.
2: She brought her Spirit Airlines seat, the BYO (laughs) seat situation.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll talk about it next week.
2: (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, now I'm getting more excited for it. There you go.
0: So (laughs) you don't even know what you're going to miss by complaining.
2: I'll still complain. It's kind of my job.
0: (laughs) Okay. And make sure you listen to the end of the episode because we have a legal wife voicemail, but we don't want to spoil the answers before we talk a little bit about the topic. Related to it as we get into the episode. Right. All right. Let's get this pony in the water. There's a lot to talk about, but also not a lot in a way. This episode was a lot of facial reactions in comparison to the first one where there was a lot of verbal responses.
2: Yeah, I feel like some of the reactions were better. They were noticeable. Robin had a few knee-jerk reactions. I don't think she was prepared to deal with, but... She never is. For the most part, there was less input. There was less dialogue about this stuff. It was just things you had to look for.
0: So they had to set the whole thing up for us and explain why why they're here. I thought it was very funny that Chanel was like, "Uh, I guess you enjoyed the first one so much that you want us to do it again. It was like, girl... Girl, we understand how production works.
2: <laughs> well, that just
0: <laughs> We know that
2: wasn't live, girl. <laughs> well, just Janelle's just so pr- surprised that like anybody's still sticking around watching the show at this point.
0: She's probably confused cuz they were like watch the first episode of the season and now just skip all the way to the end.
2: I think we're in a better spot now than season 14, I would say, from a viewership perspective on a week-to-week basis. They did a lot better this season retaining viewers.
0: Maybe Janelle doesn't think so.
2: <laughs> yeah, Janelle has doubts.
0: We have to talk about what's going on in the preparation for sitting down to talk about the talk back. Mary's room, the bedroom.
2: Oh, yeah, cuz Mary's making her bed and it seems like this is probably this is definitely not one of the rooms that's for rent. This is her I hope room. not.
0: This is this was a, a very small attic space that has been turned into a room with I'm giving it a full-size bed that's being generous. This has
2: got to be why Cody's like, Mary, you would assimilate so easily into barn dominium life. (laughs) Let me tell you.
0: She's already living in a
2: loft. You are already halfway there.
0: (laughs) The room, disturbing on so many levels. The dolls. The dolls are the first thing. This is an old, haunted bed and breakfast. And then we've got antique dolls. How crazy do you have to be to sleep next to those two dolls every night in that house
2: well speaking of crazy i think that's the vibe that it was giving to me where it was sort of a emily dickinson institutionalized room it's just the white walls do you mean virginia wolf am i wrong on that
0: <laughs> it's been a long time since high school literature class English. i don't know why i just called it literature i feel
2: pretty confident with my emily dickinson reference okay. at this but point
0: i get it there's there's a crazy element the word art like the multiple pieces of word art the dolls
2: the rectangular light fixtures. because remember no circles circles are not allowed in mary's world
0: these were definitely chosen by her
2: industrial Hand-picked. yeah but uh, yeah it's just having the glass over them too
0: There was just a lot going on. The water bottles by the bedside, the Advil bottles. Like, it was a lot of stuff that I would have straightened up prior to turning the camera on.
2: Maybe she grabbed a couple of bottles of supplements when she was over at Cody and Robbins for Christmas. She found the stash and pocketed a few. She was like, ooh, look, some melatonin. I'll keep that by the bed.
0: (laughs) I think they had more than melatonin in that house. (laughs) They definitely don't use it if they do because Ari never sleeps.
2: Lots of stuff. Well, Robin's ready to go, though. She's ready to recap the episode. Do they have a camera operator at their house? Because there were some camera moves that were going on where there was a bit of a tracking that was taking place where Cody and Robin were on the couch, but then the camera was moving. So who was filming this? Was this Aurora? Was this Brianna? Was this Dayton? Yeah, it was
0: It, it was one of the dabs because we know they like. To have the kids do these things that then they can put it on their LinkedIn. Remember when Dayton worked for My Sister Wife's Closet?
2: It is valuable working experience. They have
0: nothing else to lean on.
2: Man, how awkward would that be? It's awkward enough watching Cody and Robin's reactions to this, but to be their child standing and filming their reaction of watching the show. Do you think
0: they made them stand the whole time?
2: I don't think. There's no tripod? I don't think they were just sitting there. (laughs)
0: Robin's like, no. She shakes her head. She's not ready to watch this. She can't live through this again. It's just torture.
2: Dreading this.
0: And then Chanel, she has got her save your own damn self mug. She sits down in that crusty old couch and she made sure to position this perfectly so that the camera can read the message that she wants to convey to the audience.
2: Yep. And she's got her 40 bottles of wine all behind her, ready to go.
0: (laughs) What? How did she obtain so many bottles of wine?
2: I don't even, I'm not even knocking it. It's just, this is good. And you think at any family gathering, the number of people that are going to be involved here, you're going to go through several bottles of wine. So she's got to be ready at any given time for like 20 people to show up at her house.
0: Okay. I love that there's the potential for her to live on a vineyard or a grow up. I feel like either place would make her happy.
2: I don't think Coyote Pass is going to offer up the sort of grapes that would be required to make a good bottle of wine. I don't think that it's capable of it that. It doesn't output. have to be good. Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's gonna be able to do that.
0: Someone should ask for a cameo and have her explain where did all these bottles come from? What is her favorite? How many different brands are there? I feel like these were like gifted to her by someone. Someone just like left them behind in a rental and she picked them up.
2: Yeah. You know what happened was. Facebook marketplace. Hunter probably bought her a box of Omaha steaks for Christmas. <laughs> and in that box, she had that little coupon that's $100 off towards a wine order. But then the fine print is that that order is usually like $300 because you got to get like 40 bottles of wine with that baby. So maybe she didn't read the fine print or maybe she was like, hey, it's 100 bucks, and if you divide this out cost per bottle, we know Janelle's all about saving a buck.
0: I feel like it's more likely this was a gift from Logan and Michelle. It's like a wine of the month club situation and she doesn't drink them so they've just accumulated to the point that she needs two wine racks.
2: She's just stockpiling at this point. Has no intention of consuming any of these because she's drinking more tea because she still has a sore throat from talking all that shit last week. (laughs)
0: Well, we get started off strong here because, again, this is the episode where Mary and Cody end their marriage on Coyote Pass, and Robin is shocked when right out of the gate, Mary talks about how Cody broke his covenant with her first.
2: And Cody just goes right into defense mode where he disagrees. He believes that the catfishing affair is what started this, but... He thought that he could save it. He could still be friends with Mary and reconcile this relationship because there was no P in the V on the catfishing scenario to his knowledge. So he thought he could move on from this.
0: Well, there was no divorce that took place.
2: Yeah. And it was, it's forgivable because it was just an emotional infidelity that took place. And Cody is a man. So not as important.
0: You read a lot into that, huh?
2: <laughs> that was the assessment. That was basically what I was picking up from that.
0: He tried, though. He was like, okay, let's see if we can save this. But it was just so unhealthy for him to spend time with Mary. That's not his fault that she's just impossible to be around. <laughs> that was the weird
2: part, was that Mary was talking about their relationship dynamic changing when they moved to Vegas. Christine backed up Mary's claim that it was prior to the catfishing when Cody withdrew from all of his wives after moving to Vegas. And then Cody's talking about the move to Flagstaff where he was gaslighting Mary into believing that this is a new start, a new beginning for their relationship and hang on to that hope, girl, because eventually it's going to pay off, even though probably not, definitely not.
0: I was so happy that someone finally spoke up and backed Mary up on this because this has been a long debated thing in the Sister Wives universe, right? Was the catfish the thing that killed her relationship with Cody or did that start pre-catfish and that's what made Mary so susceptible to someone who was looking to take advantage of her online? Now we have it confirmed that he had withdrawn from a relationship with her before she ever got involved with the catfish. And also that would make it around the time that they had the legal divorce so that Robin could then marry Cody.
2: Or even just Robin joining the family, that wedding, and then moving, flea high move.
0: It just makes it very obvious that the legal divorce was Mary trying to get back into Cody's good graces. Because, you know, he was telling her the same thing that he told Christine about how she's a shitty sister wife. And that's why he doesn't want to have anything to do with her.
2: This is where Cody throws it out there that he believes that Mary is addicted to being a victim. (laughs) Hilarious. It's very pot calling the kettle black moment uh, because I just loved how Robin had zero input on that one. She's a great sister wife and she comes to the defense and aid of all of her sister wives. But she didn't say jack shit in response to that because she was like, well, you call him like you see (laughs) him.
0: Well, and the funniest part about this was that reaction was to her telling the cameras what happened when they had that secret dinner where he told her that he didn't want to be married to her anymore and they could just play pretend. So her telling what actually happened is her perpetuating herself as a victim.
2: Well, also, yeah, it's when Mary was talking about how she found out with the rest of the world, Cody's feelings and opinions on her, because he hadn't been telling her those things, but he was telling production, he was telling the producers in front of a camera, and they aired that. And when she saw that footage, she was surprised.
0: Pretty much anyone else who was capable of listening, he told that to. Just not
2: her. Because that's what Janelle talks about. Yeah, he was always telling me he had no interest in Mary, and he doesn't know why she doesn't just pick up and move on. Because he's not telling her that. And Mary wants him to be the one to end this. We already knew that. She's the spite wife. She was here holding on for dear life because she wants Cody to say that it's over. She's not going to say that it's over.
0: We're only like a few minutes into the episode and the anchor is building for Cody, including when we have to have the segment where we watch Christine and Janelle go visit Christine's family. And he's checking his watch because he's just so irritated that he has to watch the two of them hang out together.
2: And I mean, it kind of makes sense where they're explaining where Janelle and Christine had a pretty functional relationship as sister wives for the most part.
0: But not a friendship.
2: Yeah, it was very much transactional where it was Janelle was the working mom, Christine was the stay-at-home mom, and they were making that work to the best of their abilities. Now with all of the conflict, the jealousy, things like that that have been removed from their relationship because they no longer share a husband.
0: They don't share a husband, but they have a common enemy.
2: Well, Cody's assessment is that it's a common enemy. (laughs) Right. And I don't think that is. I think they did have a good basis of a friendship when they were sister wives within the family. And then after Christine left... Then it kind of opened it up to where they did genuinely like and care for each other, as well as their the environment that they foster for their kids.
0: It does seem like as sister wives, there's only so close that you can actually have that relationship be because of the boundary of sharing a husband. And also, it seems that Cody was very bad at sharing information with other wives about their sister wives. In a way that's like uncomfortable, like telling Janelle that he didn't want to sleep with Christine anymore. It would be pretty hard to have a close friendship with her if your husband's coming home and telling you those types of things.
2: Because Cody leaks like a sieve, and we know that.
0: Mary was like, I really love that they have this kind of relationship now.
2: So do the producers. (laughs) They are very, very thankful that this is how things have worked out.
0: I really want Mary to be the third wheel.
2: It's better than being a fifth wheel.
0: (laughs) Just after all this time, can't we patch things up with Mary?
2: For Robin and Cody and Mary? No. (laughs) That was the third wheel that she's used to being.
0: Yeah. (laughs) She did choose a side. (laughs) This is where Cody gets unhinged at this point when they get a viewer question. And this person, I think, was being genuine. Jeff, if you're out there what was the intended meaning of your message? Because the question is, Cody and Robin, it's awesome that you guys found each other and just want to be together. I think you should just own it. It actually isn't even a question. It's just a statement.
2: These are just comments. Most of the the questions, the social media input is just commentary. It's not really questions.
0: But Cody unhinged. He's like, you're a victim of watching 20 minutes of our lives. You've read too many tabloids, Jeff. It's a lot of...
2: People that Cody is accusing of victimizing themselves here where he was upset with Mary for perpetually being a victim and then now he's upset with Jeff being a victim of 20 hours of our lives instead of 365 days a year to which Robin grabs Cody's face because we don't have any boundaries in this house. Be nice, you can't say stuff like that. No, no, Cody, no. The face
0: grabbing needs to stop. I don't like it. Makes me uncomfortable every single time it happens.
2: But I love when Cody then explains, oh, sorry, I've been upset and I'm angry because I've been divorced three times in the last three years. So he's been accusing all these people of being victims. And then he uses being a victim of divorce to explain away why he's being so rude at this point in the response, which I don't think the response was that rude necessarily. You mean the question? Well, it wasn't a question. It was a statement in response to Jeff's statement. You
0: don't think Cody was being rude or you don't think Jeff was being
2: rude? I don't think either of them were being rude. I think Jeff was completely valid in his assessment to say, hey, you found your soulmate. Why don't you just tell the other wives? I'm good. Thanks. Polygamy. No more. Unsubscribe. All done. Thank you. And then Cody got upset with that and said, I don't think you get the full picture we wanted the whole family because we want everything and i don't think you understand that
0: i would agree that if that was jeff's take that he probably has only watched 20 minutes of this show in totality
2: not 20 minutes it's a, yeah the
0: for him to come away with robin and cody are great together and they should just own it
2: well they hadn't released the the lookbacks and the talkbacks yet here we we get way too much insight into robin and cody's relationship <laughs> in these episodes here Which are alarming.
0: The weird thing is just that he heard a statement that was pretty benign and then decided it was an accusation, which is pretty much the way he communicated with all the three OG wives.
2: And Robin then took that immediately to rein Cody in, even though he wasn't really having that explosive of a reaction He wasn't saying anything too far off from the ordinary. She's the Cody Whisperer. She can tell what's
0: about to come out of his mouth before he even says it. So she knew the path he was going down. She had to stop him before the words came out of his mouth.
2: Right. So then we get reminded that we're watching Property Sisters, not Property Brothers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We get to talk about the division of Coyote Pass yet again.
2: But not really, because that is not what this conversation is about to be. And we all know that.
0: I really enjoyed Christine getting to see what Cody wanted to do with the lot that she gave to him when she divorced him.
2: Oh, Christine is so thankful that she signed over that lot and is no longer a part of any of this mess because I'm sure she knows the struggle that Janelle's going through with trying to divvy this up accordingly. And now she gets a little glimpse into seeing what Mary's going through, where she's pointing out again, two plus two is four. And four is four, and then four and four is eight, and it's only two for Mary. Not too good. Are the wives getting four? Cody's getting four. Why is Mary getting two?
0: Well, that's why Christine's like, here's an idea. Why don't you get a surveyor, a person whose job it literally is to figure out the boundaries of a property and divide them equally?
2: Which we've been saying... For like four years now.
0: Well, but they weren't doing it because they hadn't paid the lots off. They could not change the boundaries of these lots until they were all paid off.
2: Legally. But can you pay a surveyor to come out and say, hey, can you draft this up so that when we do get into the position where we can pay this off, we can just go ahead and move forward with this? I think that that's a possibility.
0: Well, that's where I feel like as much as Robin says she aches to get out on the property, that they're really not all that serious about it.
2: Gross. Okay, yeah, (laughs) but true.
0: The plague pond comes up.
2: Oh, man, yeah, because we have to share these resources. And Mary's great with sharing resources, except for when resources aren't being shared with her. Then she's going to withhold the shit out of those resources.
0: Well, I mean, did she share the stairwell that was in her house? No. I feel like that's an an example, Mary. (laughs) It's a pretty I mean, people have tangible things to point to.
2: Yeah, it's not looking good in the case right now where she didn't want people stomping through her apartment at the lehigh house
0: we did make small children go outside in the cold to get to another portion of the house just so that they didn't walk through your living room put your
2: coat on (laughs) it's not that cold
0: (laughs) but she denies it she would not have done that everyone would have been welcome to enjoy the
2: pond unless they're not you know Playing by her rules and then yeah she might do something shitty you never know so cody knows what the subtext is there because she made sure to tack that on at the end but then this is where cody gets unglued because robin makes a joke about possibly divorcing him you don't know if robin and cody are going to stay together forever <laughs> which i thought was very interesting because this was robin trying to win favor with mary at the picnic table on coyote pass but cody's response to that it was at his expense
0: I don't think she was trying to win favor with Mary. I think she was trying to defend why she deserves her own lot.
2: I think she was throwing Cody under the bus.
0: It was a joke made at his expense.
2: It was a joke at his expense. And I think that's interesting because if any other wife made a joke at Cody's expense, he would not be speaking to them for years.
0: Well, she does attempt to apologize to him for it. She's like, that was rotten of me to say that. It's like, girl... This is comedy at this point. This man was divorced three times in the course of a year and a half. That's funny.
2: And this is all to Robin's benefit because she's trying to land grab. That's what's going on here. She needs those four acres. She's aching for acres. And Robin's trying to deflect away from this. She's like, oh, well, I mean, it's, yeah, I get my four, but whatever. Cody's got his and he's going to get his four. So that's fine. It's separate. Why am I always getting lumped in with Cody on everything? And Chanel's like, it's because you're legally married. So, you have claim to half, if not more, of what Cody has. So, yeah, that's not fair.
0: I thought it was weird that Mary agreed with Robin, but then I was like, okay, she doesn't want to fight the fight. There's no point in trying to say Robin should get less. That's just not going to happen. All Mary wants is to have another two acres tacked on to the two she's already getting so she gets an equal four. We don't even need to talk about what Robin and Janelle have. Just make me. An equal, please. But we can't do that. We can't do that because Cody has plans for all of these lots.
2: Well, that's where Mary gets confused. She's like, okay, I understand the moms are all getting land so that they have something for their kids. Then why does Cody have land in this equation?
0: He has 18 children. They all have claim to him. They don't to all the moms.
2: That's his argument is that all of his children have claim to him. Which I would argue, from the footage that we've seen in the last few seasons, maybe not all of the kids have claimed to Cody. Because I know Isabel had a request that he support her with a surgery, and that was denied. That claim was denied.
0: What are they supposed to do, though? Split this lot 18 ways?
2: Well, I think that was what they were trying to then clarify. Cody's reasoning of... He had his two-acre lot that was going to be Cody slash family. That was the pond. That was the idea. But then now what's going to happen is that's going to turn into solely the family recreational lot. And then Cody's going to get his own Christine takeover lot. And then Mary's going to keep her original too. Which Mary is picking up what they're putting down in this conversation. And that then shifts into the next part of this, which is the breakup conversation.
0: One thing I do want to make sure we talk about because Robin seemed to be like, Oh yeah, I get the logic was when Cody said no one was going to share a lot with all of the kids, which is why they needed a rec lot. So I guess the story he's trying to paint is that the other wives hate Robin and her children so much that they would not be able to play on their land. So he had to dedicate a piece of property to allowing that to happen,
2: in which Robin was very quick to be like,
0: "I used
2: to not think that was the case, but I do believe you now." Hmm. <laughs> yup. Very true. Also, her kids are
0: like the only ones who are there ever, and no one else has a mini bike.
2: Yeah, are we gonna build a barn dominium to store the mini bikes that anybody would have access to? They're gonna be eighteen of them. Probably not. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
3: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
2: This is where we have to shift gears real quick back to Christine and Janelle's storyline and where we get to watch Cody and Robin be absolutely miserable watching Christine and Janelle play Can Jam. They're throwing the frisbee, having some fun.
0: Recreation.
2: It's good. (laughs) Using the land recreationally, maybe. I don't know.
0: (laughs) What kind of fun activities will we do on the Coyote Pass Rec lot? Not (laughs) Can Jam,
2: apparently. (laughs) Clearly not. But this is where we get into the subtext conversation where... Christine and Janelle weren't nice to their sister wives. That was always the messaging that they received from Cody. But they knew that the subtext of that meant they were not nice to Robin is what that means. But then Cody has to jump in and correct them. Uh, No, it means Christine wasn't nice to me. What? Sir. Are you a sister wife now?
0: (laughs) Why did you tell her she wasn't nice to her sister wives then?
2: Period. Stop. End of sentence. Not. Are you a sister wife to these women? And then I was
0: annoyed that Robin, who has her sister-wife's backs, didn't butt in to say anything to counter that. So I feel like all that did was push the narrative that Robin did feel like they were shitty to her and that she said things to Cody and Cody relayed that to them because she didn't speak up and say anything. And also, I don't think Robin deserves to get paid for these episodes if she's not going to contribute anything to the conversation.
2: We've seen this show. We've seen the episodes. We know Christine tried. Christine was very vocal about her jealousy when Robin was joining the family. She made it abundantly clear to Robin. I'm not upset with you. I'm upset with Cody because I can see it. I could see some favoritism here that's going on, and that's coming from Cody. So I'm trying to keep him honest to say, hey, you have three other wives. Do not forget about us. Do not neglect us. And Christine was trying to hold him accountable, and that's not going to work in this family system. Cody does not want to be held accountable. That is the opposite of what he's going for here.
0: He's not the only one who's going to be held accountable for things that he said, though, in this episode, because Janelle, once again, sees Christine's comments about how she's here paving the way for Janelle to see how it's done to leave your husband, and that she hopes that this inspires her to take some action. And Janelle goes off.
2: And look, I get that she's getting upset. But also, excuse me, though, you are hanging on in some ways. Janelle has made it abundantly clear that the reason why she's done with Cody at this point is because of the way that he's treated her children, not the way that he's treated
0: her. That was the biggest red flag to me. in that was the last episode where she said, If he hadn't started treating her kids the way that he was, that she would have stayed in the marriage. Like, that is why people are concerned.
2: And to say that, oh, I can't move away. Our assets are mixed. She's not interested in dating. She's not interested in moving, but she has left. Okay, kind of. You moved down the street. Because you had to, because you were homeless (laughs) at the time. If we're being honest, you were a person experiencing homelessness. Thank
0: you, Corey. You knew I was going to correct that. (laughs) I saw it in your eyes. She was. So, yeah. I mean, I guess this shows that they do have a a genuine friendship. Wow, that was hard to say. Because you call your friends out when they're being a bitch to you. And they make comments that you don't like. And then at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And you two get over it. So I do like that she's willing to call out Christine when she says things that upset her. But I think it's a fair assessment on Christine's
2: part. Yeah, and this confusion from Janelle of like, I wouldn't even know how to divorce him. It's not a legal thing. And in my religion, I can't get approval from my managers to sign off on this. And Mary's like, I know a way you could get divorced. I know a way. The instructions were made very clear. The Robin method of and down. You could probably do that.
0: You could just decide to never talk to this man ever again in your life.
2: Limited contact is fine because you still have kids. I mean, Savannah's still trying. I don't even know if Savannah wants a relationship with Cody at this point.
0: I think she's very sad.
2: I think she is sad. But do you want to continue to... Expose yourself to that sadness. Any opportunity that you're going to give Cody is just another opportunity to disappoint you. So, when is enough enough?
0: When Chanel learns how to operate the RV and level it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's still figuring that one out. That'll
0: be enough. Then she doesn't need him anymore. Okay, we're at the good part. Enter Jen. She's going to pull up a very old computer chair.
2: <laughs> the cavalry has arrived.
0: She's ready to work from the office and. She's going to watch the rest of the talk back with Mary, which is appropriate timing, if you ask me, because we're now getting into the nitty gritty of the Cody and Mary breakup.
2: You know, for a fact, Mary was like, I can't say the stuff that I want to say about this interaction that took place on Coyote Pass. Jen, I need you on here to call out the bullshit so it doesn't come from me.
0: That's yeah. I think we're agreed on that because Mary does want to continue to have a relationship with Robin's kids, especially Ari and Saul. So you know if she said what she really wanted to say, that relationship would be cut off just like how Christine doesn't have a relationship with the kids anymore and Janelle and all of their kids. So I guess it'd probably be a very real fear for Mary to worry that that could be the way things go if she says something that they don't like. But Jen can say whatever because Cody already hates her.
2: Which is great. She's got a pass. She's bulletproof. So we jump right in with Mary dropping the bomb. She's not renewing her lease in Flagstaff, remember? And Jen and Mary laugh and laugh at Robin's reaction to that.
0: (laughs) Jen's like, why is she so upset? And why is she so confused about what's going on?
2: It's the big picture. It's the sister wives. It's all evaporating right in front of her. She's losing control of the situation, and this hurts her. And she's going to call the bullshit on this,
0: because Mary, remind me, every time that you made plans with Robin to do something together, it didn't happen, right? So then why is she so worried that you're not going to live there anymore?
2: Yeah, it's almost like Robin wants everything that she wants without giving anything to anybody else ever, specifically you, Mary, at your expense. Robin's happiness comes at your expense.
0: Mary did try to defend Robin a little bit at the start of this conversation, and she quickly gives up on that.
2: I did notice that. Yeah, there was a couple of, well, I think it's just, and then Jen's like, well, then there's this, 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 and this too. And Mary's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. The other best part
0: about watching this was how Jen and Christine were reacting in the same ways to the exact same footage.
2: I know. Does Jen and Christine, have they met in real life? Do they hang out? Because, yeah, they were having a lot of the same reactions to the footage, same takes on things. We need a talk back just with the two of them. And you would think, then, doesn't that mean that Mary and Christine should be good friends, too? Is that what's missing from this equation now? Because Jen is very much like Christine in her opinions and in her take and in her sense of humor.
0: Can Jen be the bridge to a relationship with Mary?
2: Man, that would be something to have Mary, Christine, and Janelle be BFFs after all leaving Cody and again, by his assessment, having a common enemy.
0: It would be perfection.
2: That would be fantastic.
0: Bring it to season 19. That's what we want to see.
2: (laughs) repairing the relationship with mary so this is where we're getting into the relationship talk here christine can't believe that cody's asking if mary wants to go look at the land
0: <laughs> that's still like one of the best parts of that conversation because mary tells him that she's moving away and he interprets that as she doesn't want her two acres of land that he was going to give her so are you sure you don't want to look at it you're not even you're not going to consider keeping it And she's like, bro, I didn't say that I didn't want the lot. I'm just not going to live in Flagstaff right now.
2: I'm not renewing a lease. I don't have a lease on Coyote Pass. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't build the barn to minimum. You can't charge me rent yet. Get that shit out of here. But we get Cody's classic defense. Why are you making this about all these things that I've said? Why are you assessing where we're at in our relationship based on my actions and my words?
0: Everyone, all of them are like, what mental gymnastics is that? Of course, she wants to talk to you about the things you said about her because you said that she might as well just go find someone else to be married to.
2: Well, that's what he's telling the cameras and telling everyone else in the family. But then he's telling her, hang in there, Mary. Let's work on things. Let's give it some time. I feel like we're making progress. So, obviously, there's some mixed signals, to say the least.
0: Jen is like, girl, this is why you were so confused for the past seven to ten years,
2: (laughs) because of things like this. That makes sense. And Janelle even started to notice a pattern. Yeah, you know what? Thinking back on it, Cody does try a couple different angles. He'll come up with different approaches on how he's addressing issues or coming up with arguments for things, and he'll try different angles to see what works best. Not for you, but for him. Well, he
0: carefully manages all of his relationships, particularly his relationship with Mary.
2: How do I come out looking the cleanest on this? He's been working very
0: hard on that for the past seven years. Managing it or managing to not interact with her? (laughs) Because Mary, Jen, and Christine are all like, you mean ignore her? You've been ignoring her for seven years. You haven't had a relationship. Going out once a year on your anniversary is not managing your relationship with your wife.
2: On this where Robin's having an aneurysm, (laughs) one, Cody is trying to blame Mary for being a victim of the catfishing because it was her fault that she got into that situation. Mary's not really throwing too much at Cody's direction to say, Well, it was because I was in a very vulnerable emotional state. I felt abandoned at that time. She kind of starts to go into that a little bit. But then Cody's then throwing it to Mary of, okay, don't blame me, though. And she's like, well, I wasn't blaming you. There was accountability that was trying to be assigned of saying, hey, this was the situation and this was where I was at and that was the circumstance that caused me to be vulnerable to the catfish and it was a situation that you had been involved in. And for him, he's perceiving that as blame because he doesn't want to be responsible for the catfishing situation. Cause that's what he's blaming her for.
0: Well, He doesn't want to be responsible for anything, nothing,
2: absolutely nothing. But this is just a stalemate between Cody and Mary, because it's, who's going to say it's over. This is the longest game of chicken that anybody has ever <laughs> played in a marriage.
0: Well, the perfect time would be to wait until Robin gets up and leaves the picnic table in tears And then we'll just pretend that we said it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because that's the amazing thing here is we have two people that neither of them want to be married anymore at all. And they are in full agreement on that. But they will not concede that fact to each other.
0: No, but when Robin walks away, they pretty much just look at each other and they're like, you good?
2: Is it? I think today. Yeah, today is the day. We should probably... I really would like you to say it on camera. And Cody's like, I'm not going to say it on camera. And she's like, all right, well then I think we'll just call it here. Pretty good.
0: Once again, Robin is upset watching herself get upset. (laughs) You see Cody clasp her hand as they're sitting on the couch because she's starting to get overwhelmed watching herself cry as she walked away from the picnic table.
2: And that's the tipping point for Christine watching this too, where she was mouthing. What the hell? To the cameras because she's like, oh, God, here comes the waterworks. (laughs)
0: She's like, go home. Get in your car and go home if it's that distressing to you.
2: (laughs) She shouldn't have even been here in the first place. This is Cody and Mary's discussion.
0: They both burst out in laughter when Robin came back to the table.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, when she comes back.
0: And Mary was like, I think we just had a breakup conversation.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The laughing. Well, she laughs at that too because that's what it felt like.
0: Yeah. But then both Mary and Jen burst out laughing at watching her say that. (laughs) That is pretty much what just happened.
2: That's exactly what happened.
0: Robin's like, I can't believe the five minutes that I walked away from this table, they ended their 30-year marriage. (laughs)
2: Well, Janelle's take on it too, she was like, stop interfering. This would be a lot less harmful and detrimental to your mental health, Robin, if you were stopped being so involved. This is their relationship. Stay out of it.
0: I enjoyed that even though Mary is such good friends with Jen, it did seem like Jen didn't know all the details of what went down because when Robin suggests to Mary that she could just keep doing what she's been doing. She doesn't have to accept the end of their marriage if she doesn't want to. Jen was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like what? What did she just suggested that you should go on being miserable in this arrangement that hasn't worked for you for years? Yeah, for her benefit?
2: Yeah, this this conversation is too difficult for me. This is painful for me, Robin. <laughs> I don't really care what it's doing to you, Mary, but it's painful for me. So I would like to just not talk about this. Can we maybe like put it off till a later date? And Jen had to point out, she was like, that is incredibly selfish because I love how anytime you add a little bit of outside perspective outside of this toxic family system that's been established because Mary's in it. So when she's in these conversations, she doesn't fully grasp all of the complexities of what's going on and what she's facing in those moments. But if you have Jen or Christine or Janelle, these people who are separated from this now, looking at it with that lens from the outside, it's like, dude, this is fucked up. This is a mess. What are you doing? Well, but Cody and Robin are the
0: least selfish people in the world. Don't you know that, Corey? Because Cody has been so selfless for years that he has acted in order to keep Mary happy. Uncomfortable in her marriage.
2: Oh, the act is easy.
0: <laughs> Keep on doing that.
2: You ever seen the act with, uh, you ever seen the act on Hulu? With Joey King? With Gypsy Rose. <laughs> Gypsy Rose. Bl- <laughs> Have you ever heard of Gypsy Rose Blanchard? Have you ever heard? The act is easy until you snap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the last thing anyone wants to see is uh, a self-shot tour through the she Chateau with Cody making the, uh, the
2: stabbing the motion, stabbing the, motion.
0: <laughs> the gypsy rose stabbing motion. <laughs> Janelle's calling BS on this. This man is acting now like he was doing his duty all of these years. That was not what was happening. He's rewriting history. He wasn't faking it for all those years. Just now that he found a better love by comparison with Robin, he's got a whole new
2: story. To be fair. The man who has admitted to only changing like five diapers in his entire life and he has 18 children. There's an act that's there. Yes.
0: Well, he wasn't very committed. What what was the act?
2: And he's not doing a duty. (laughs) Let's do that. Let's put it that way.
0: Christine has to cover her mouth with her hand because she's like just so in awe and shock and awe that Cody would say that on camera.
2: Well, because then Cody tries to correct it, too. He's like, oh, sorry. It wasn't an act. It was a, oh, what do you call it? It was a performance. <laughs> it was like, it was fake. It was not real. It was, uh, you know, not an act, though. Just, sorry, yeah. I said that the wrong way. You keep digging the hole. <laughs> <laughs> just burying it and just making it so much worse.
0: This is where he launches into a real word salad on the couch with Robin because she asks him if it's okay that she expressed that she disagreed with him about putting on an act.
2: Well, because she was trying to say at the table when this conversation was happening, when Cody was saying, oh, the act is easy, and I was like, what are you talking about? There was no act because Robin even believed. She was like, no, you loved your other wives. That was why I married you was because you loved Mary so much, remember? So you're undermining my story with your excuse. So can we get on the same page about that right now? Let's let's try and talk through this here really quick.
0: Well, Robin was confused, that was the problem, because all those years ago when Cody would tell Robin things like when they're on their 11-day honeymoon and he would talk about Mary and all the things Mary liked, that was just an indication that something was wrong in their relationship because Robin thought that he was just really attuned to his other wives, but he was actually testing himself because he was in a really bad emotional state. That does, none of that makes sense. None, the, whole, the whole thing, not one part of it made sense.
2: None of that makes sense. And so then Robin's still trying to ask. And then she's like, wait, okay, so, but you were behaving in that way. You were doing all those things because what? And Cody's like, well, I thought it was love. And she's like, uh-huh. Yeah, see? So you thought it was love. So you were kind of acting out of love because it was love that you thought that it was. You were thinking the things that you were doing were because you loved Mary. So that then makes it true. (laughs) He's like, sure. Uh, Okay. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, see, because we're both right. And that is the story that we will land upon. And that is where we will agree to leave this conversation.
0: Hard cut to Mary, who was watching this all go down and is like, this man is just not in a good place. <laughs> I'm
2: I'm worried about Cody's mental well being.
0: Like, I'm not even gonna say anything negative because I really think that there's something unstable about him right now.
2: Well, plus I know if I say something, I know he's not gonna take it well. Because he's gonna watch this and it's going to break him.
0: So, Mary gives him this huge pass, cut to Christine, who's like, he's the reason for all the problems in
2: his life. (laughs) But he won't take, but he's never going to take responsibility for any of this.
0: (laughs) Two very different approaches. Yes. Jen is coming out with theories, though. She's not here just to comment on things. She says to Mary, you know what I was thinking? Maybe Robin knew that Cody wasn't in love with you anymore before she even married him. And that's why they made this weird promise to each other in their sacred covenant that he wouldn't do the same thing to her.
2: Well, because Janelle was pointing that out too. It seems like an oddly specific thing to promise somebody in a relationship. That's a very specific circumstance to put into your vows. Like, why would that be something that you would want to convey on your special day with your significant other?
0: I don't know, but... Mary's mind blown.
2: Yeah, Mary had not thought of that theory before. Clearly, that has never crossed her mind. I felt validated when Christine had very similar reaction to all of us when it was Cody's it's not what I wanted either moment <laughs> on the picnic table where he steals that away from Robin and Mary in their little bonding moment there.
0: This is, of course... One of the best parts of the episode where we get to watch Robin cry at the picnic table, reflecting on how everyone has broken her dreams for the future.
2: Oh, my God. When they came back from that commercial break, though, and it was just deadpan Cody (laughs) and Robin silently hitting play on the remote. Just staring into the abyss. Not saying anything to each other. And Robin looks so pissed. And Cody looks so upset. That's exactly what we wanted. This is what we signed up for now for future seasons.
0: How many times do you think they stopped Rora from filming so they could argue about something and then they pick back up and it was something like that?
2: They had a lot of these <laughs> dead air moments to pick from to go ahead and just drop one of those in. But this is the end of polygamy for the Brown family. But how many people can hug during a breakup, right? Mary and Cody get to hug it out. And Jen makes the joke that it's the most action that Mary's seen in years, anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) probably.
0: Well, maybe not, because I think this was filmed after uh, her new boyfriend showed up.
2: Well, at the time, at the time of filming on Coyote Pass. Well,
0: for sure, back then.
2: Yes, that was the most action she'd seen in years. But then we get the real punctuation mark on the episode, which is Cody's I hope she finds peace, because I I will. will. And Jen and Christine both cannot believe that this man just said that
0: <laughs> jaw dropping moment. Because it was the same thing.
2: Christine went through the same roller coaster of emotions. Because when he says, "I hope she finds peace," it's like, "Oh wow, that was like really big of him." And to come to that realization in the moment, because I will. <laughs> and then it just flips where it's like, "No, he did not just say that." You've got to be kidding me.
0: Yes. Cut this woman a break and let her ride off into the sunset. Nope. After all these years, got to go out still insulting her. (laughs)
2: It's just, it's never ending.
0: So of course we got Robin crying about what's going on and how everybody's horrible to her
2: and ruined her future. Crying on the couch while watching herself crying at the picnic table.
0: Christine, still unclear on what Robin doesn't get. She monopolized a man. And when you do that, In a plural marriage, it's a breakup waiting to happen. Or I guess in this case, it's three breakups waiting to happen. (laughs)
2: Because they they did very quickly (laughs) there. The responsibility, the onus would be on the man in the polygamist relationship there. So if there's favoritism, if there's all of this inequality on that, that's why this fails. It doesn't work out.
0: Jen, coming in for the win yet again, because as we're watching Robin cry about how Everyone ruined her picture of the future. This is just torture. She's like, wait a minute. I remember when you guys all moved out there, when you went and you saw that property at Coyote Pass and you came back and you're talking about how amazing it was going to be and the dream that you all had to be out there. And the only person who's okay with that dream being broken now is Cody.
2: Well, he had made all these assurances to everyone that things are going to be great once they moved to Flagstaff. And clearly that was not the case. There was all this intention of change, how things were going to get better for everybody once we finally do this move. And that's not the case. That's not what happens.
0: I just feel like she's the only person who has pointed out the fact that everyone had a shared dream when they moved out there and that everyone is suffering as a result of this family not working out. It's not just Robin who didn't get what she wanted in the end.
2: I don't think Cody had that dream. I think he had his own views and opinions on things. I don't think there was a shared collective idea for what they wanted this to be when they moved to Flagstaff. I think his only goal was get out of Vegas at that point. Well,
0: we really care about Cody. It didn't they even just, matter. The wives. Robin's not the only wife whose dreams were shattered by the end of this marriage. She's got to find a new dream like everyone else did.
2: And Robin doesn't want to do this anymore. She doesn't want to watch another clip from anything ever again. She's never... Going to earn her keep for a TLC paycheck moving forward.
0: We get a little snippet. It's almost like the episode has already ended. And then we get one last viewer question, which is about if Mary's going to start dating again. And they both enthusiastically shout yes.
2: Eventually. I mean... Maybe already. Someday. (laughs) Because they probably filmed this. When do we think they filmed this? Probably end of November, maybe beginning of December, mid-December?
0: I can't remember which one I saw. There was something that said it was like mid-November.
2: Okay. And so clearly, Mary has already been dating famous Amos at this point since October. So they already knew. So there's a little tongue-in-cheek kind of reaction to some of this stuff. Because then they start listing things off about her potential suitors that she would be seeking out who would need kind eyes. And maybe he's a pilot because Mary's got some mama Plath in her. Obviously. <laughs>
0: forgot that mama Plath's boyfriend's a pilot. Look,
2: the Marisants deserves a mom springer. A mom
0: springer. There we go. Own.
2: She has earned it.
0: Yeah. We thought that was like oddly specific with the pilot and then just really not specific with the kind eyes. Very vague.
2: Is famous Amos a pilot? I don't think he is. So I think that was just, I don't know what joke that was referencing.
0: (laughs) I mean, who knows at this point? Amos has lived many past lives. So it's possible a pilot was one of them. Or at least he told Mary that. He's a real catch me if you can kind of guy.
2: (laughs) A pilot, lawyer, doctor. Doctor. I think this slipped off your neck. He's done it all.
0: All right. Now, before we sign off, we have a voicemail from one of our Legal Wives on Patreon. Hi, Corey and Carly.
1: Legal Wife Charvel here. Um, I'm super excited for Season 19. I know they haven't announced it, but we all know it's coming. Um, I actually had two quick little questions. Um, now that the OG3 and Sister Wives are essentially no more, I mean, clearly we're going to be getting more seasons and content in the future, but what do you two think that the show should be called going forward? Also, what did you think of Janelle's clap back at Christine on the second episode of the talk back? I know that, I mean, we all know that they're clearly good friends. Um, I was really excited to still see our girl kind of get a little fire underneath her and, you know, clap back, but I thought it was interesting and I just wanted to know what you two thought about that. Thanks for the podcast. Love the show. Um, Happy New Year, 2024, let's
2: go. Thank you, Charvel, for that wonderful voicemail. Season 19, it is upon us. Christine has confirmed multiple times that they are filming for that season, and I think there have been a a few other folks who have mentioned that they have storylines and contractual obligations, non-disclosure agreements, that they're not able to talk about things on social media and whatnot. But I don't know. Do you think they should change the name of the show moving forward? I think we're still good with Sister Wives.
0: They're never going to change the name of this show, guys. There's something called brand equity and awareness that they have for this show. And also they... (laughs) They have like trademarked this word or the name.
2: I don't think they did. That was why I was able to name the podcast what we did because we were able to safely sneak in under that because it's just kind of a generalized term that they don't have. They have a claim they on.
0: have a claim on something. I remember looking it up. Either way, we're not lawyers.
2: Maybe subsequently, but I, I don't, don't know. Think... We'll have to ask Amos. <laughs> he's the lawyer, <laughs> yeah. and the, he's the lawyer in the family now. Is
0: he? Oh, I was going to say, is he a lawyer? Then I just remember <laughs> he's what we a, just joked. Yeah, about he's that. a
2: pilot. He's a lawyer. He's a doctor.
0: I don't think they'll change the name of the show. Unless maybe Cody and Robin refuse to participate, but they're not going to do that because they're in desperate need of these paychecks to keep coming.
2: Okay, so maybe are they trying it out with the Christine and David wedding special where they're naming it Sister Wives, the Christine and David wedding special, the subtitle that they're adding in?
0: I don't know. I think they were just really trying to draw a lot of attention to that.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean, they changed the... The photo and everything on there, too. The thumbnail. So maybe that's a thing. Maybe a subtitle. But I don't think they're going to change Sister Wives as the main crux of this show that we've been watching for this long.
0: Oh, we have to talk more about Janelle clapping back at Christine. I mean, I think we covered off on some of that already in the episode. But I would like to see a little bit more of that next season. I
2: think Janelle's sick of it. But Uh, also – Of of Christine or just it in general? Well, just of Christine's claims where it's like, oh, you haven't moved on. But honestly, put your money where your mouth is, girl. And let's see it. Let's see something that is definitive of, yeah, we're done. It's not happening. It's over.
0: Maybe we will because it's been a long time since they filmed that footage. And she's having to reflect on it over and over and over again.
2: She sounded like she was speaking more definitively in the wedding footage which we know is a jump forward in time so maybe she does get there eventually
0: i hope that what we see next season is at the very least conversation about going to logan and michelle's wedding and having to face one another there because we know that they sat very far apart from each other cody and robin there were in the back were her kids there and i remember maybe the oldest ones I don't know. Who remembers? That was forever. That was ages ago.
2: A lifetime ago. We'll get
0: to relive it, though. <laughs>
2: At this point.
0: And then, like, the whole rest of the family was up in the front. I hope we get to hear more about that. Then we're going to have uh, the twins born, and we're going to have Robin sleeping in a closet, just lurking around while Christine's trying to enjoy the birth of two more of her grandchildren.
2: Got a lot more to go, I suppose. And then, yeah, we got to fill in the gaps. We got to meet David.
0: Maybe Brianna will get her ears pierced.
2: Something else pierced. (laughs) Never know. Maybe.
0: There's so much potential. Yeah, we need Amos to show up as quickly as humanly possible.
2: It's going to be so long. Maybe season 20. We'll see famous Amos.
0: Next episode. All but one of the sister wives have fallen out with their husband, Cody. But how did we get here? The Browns look back at the huge ups and downs of the relationship roller coaster this family has been on.
2: Well, there you have it. That'll get us right through the end of the look back. I almost said talk back because we've been talking talk back here the past two weeks. This but is
0: part are, one of the look back.
2: These are going to be look backs. Yeah. Can't
0: wait to watch the commitment ceremony again.
2: Recommitment ceremony. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening. If you want to support us, the best way to do that is by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify.
2: Be sure to chat with us about the episode on our Discord channel by joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash survivingpod.
0: Stay tuned. Share with friends. See you next week.